G'day, g'day. Welcome to episode 40 of the Shit Dad Podcast, where we celebrate all things fatherhood. I'm Nick. I'm a married father of a three, five, and a seven-year-old, and I'm holding off getting the kids a device as long as I can because they already spend way too long on the toilet as it is. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've discovered this. That's a positive. <laughs> yes, it is, but... Just an excuse. That's, my, that's, that's my place to go on my device. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the toilet. I want to go. That's where I go to hide and scroll Facebook for about 15 minutes. Only 15. Here's just a quick one. Um, I'm Dave, a father of two girls, uh, three this week and a nine-week-old, um, and I've decided that it's time to go back to wearing a mask, and that's just at home. Fucking, jeez, it's like a Petri disc. Oh, <laughs> it's just a disaster. The talking about the stink. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 both girls. Fuck, it's just like three year old gives it to nine week old, and that's a fucking great adventure, isn't it? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. So, mask wearing for me at home, boys. Nice. And uh, now I'm Cam, father to a three year old and a two year old, and I'm currently rocking the iconic footwear. Oh, yeah. Socks and sandals. Nice. Oh, that's very Queensland winter of you. Yeah. I saw them very straight dad. away as you walked in. I was like, <laughs> yes, they're on. <laughs> Now, um, before we kick it off, I've got some little moments that happened this week. I don't know if you guys, anything of note happened to you guys um, this week, but I, I had a couple of things. And uh, But first of all, I'd, I'd love to just sort of apologise to listeners for the week off due to the cock-up of, uh, of our audio system. A good tradesman doesn't blame his tools, but I'm blaming it because, fuck you, we did an hour and 15 episode and got home to edit and it was... Uh, Completely Nothing. wiped. Yeah. yeah. And when you said before, this is episode 40, Dave and I were like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking 41. Yeah, I don't like change. It sucks. <laughs> My document's called 42.0. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a really special guest lined up and we're excited to introduce him. But um, yeah, so Instagram messages. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a few. We've got a few good ones. Dave? I'll just start with mine. Um, so the boys sent me a text on, on the weekend and said we're getting some great shout-outs. So I dusted off the old phone and logged into Insta on the on the internet. It was very slow and now I still have no idea what's going on. But, <laughs> but anyway, it was a great one here from Lockie G. I uh, love the pod, fellas. Uh, just doubled upon it today whilst looking for a good dad podcast as my wife and I are expecting our first little one in nine weeks. Definitely takes the stress out of it, uh, listening to you guys bang on about fatherhood, parenthood. Showing you don't need to be the perfect Insta dad. I don't know what that is, but anyway. <laughs> and normalising just being a dad who is there the best that they can be. Love your work. Lockie, thank you very much, mate. Um, we do our best just to share our shit dad moments, just to, as you said, to normalise it. So thanks, mate. On your lock. Thanks also for buying a stubby cooler, if oh, anyone yeah. else is interested. Yeah. Still got a few of them rocking around. Thanks for reminding me. I've got to send that tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> 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 There you go, lucky. It's coming eventually. Uh, and then we also had Craig who sent through a really interesting question. Uh, he's And he's posed that to, to everyone here. Now that the rain has finally buggered off and we can finally cut the grass again, do you prefer to A, mow at the start of the weekend so you can enjoy your freshly mowed grass or B, mow at the end of the weekend so the lawn looks the best for the week ahead? You've got to be able to admire it for me. Yeah. A, I'm, I'm saying Saturday. Oh. Monday, you serial killer. Well, was it weekends off work? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'll pay that. that. That's his weekend. I get that. At the moment, I'm uh, just mowing over the fuck I can. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so, but I would prefer, yeah, early 
And then, but it's also to a mark, but just so it's done. Yeah. And then you can enjoy those beers all weekend long. Yeah, I, no, I yeah. agree. I like I like doing it, and then I can worry about the kids just running around by themselves yeah. out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh well, thanks, Craig. I appreciate that. Um, boys, kids saying things out of context. My Miss Three on the weekend, she was playing on an iPad just out of. I think the wife just wanted a five minute and um, just chucked her on the iPad and she was playing the kids' school games. So she was playing in quotation marks. Anyway, uh, out of the <laughs> the wife's goes, just out of nowhere, all I heard was, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, no, we don't talk like that. We don't say those words at home. And she goes, this a fuck iPad. <laughs> <laughs> So not only was that hilarious, I think it's, it was the funniest part of it. It was way out of context. Like she didn't know what she was saying. She just got, oh, mummy and daddy have said that word when they're angry. I'm going to say that. So, yep, little sponges, rock again. How good. Can't help but laugh. No, nah, that's right. And I was, <laughs> she said I really struggled not to laugh, but I, yeah, managed to. I would have been pissing myself, like rolling around. <laughs> but kudos to her. And as soon as you laugh, they just it's just open the floodgates. Thank you very much. Well, Every second word would have been fuck. Exactly, but and, and something similar happened to me last week. I took the kids to um, that thing on the, the Monster Machinery Day down on the Gold Coast, and you'd spend this awesome day like looking at monster trucks and whatever it is, and then the um, the highlight of the kids' day was the Macca's stop on the way home for the ice cream. We're like, what was your favourite part? Oh, we saw the roller coasters, so Dreamworld and SeaWorld, and then the Macca's stop. And then the, the thing that relates it back to that is the chick at Macca's was going like, 419, like calling out the order numbers. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you don't think anything of it. And then the kid, Mr. Five, goes, 419, like top of his lungs. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> All you can do is laugh, eh? And, and I, of course, accidentally laughed. He thought it was hilarious. So every order number after that was high-pitched scream <laughs> repeating it. So Yeah, but once he got you, didn't you say that a couple of customers around you? Laughed as well. Yeah, oh, they were all then having he, a chuckle then as well. he got an audience yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't yeah. give a shit if my parents tell me to stop. Yeah. Look one, at my crowd. Once he got the audience, it's he all good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in getting that summer bod in winter, then remember that dad bods are made at the pub. If you want some new fitness gear, get, you, get yourself motivated. Use code SDP20 at checkout for 20% off and go into the draw for a free hoodie. That's SDP20 at checkout for 20% off. Thanks to Smashing Fibers. Now, while you're at it, once you come down to better accounting here at Hendra, get yourself a $150 basic tax return. Make sure you uh, mention us, the Shit Dad podcast here. It's exclusive to us. And uh, we'll throw in a few dad jokes along the way. Are you worried about a boy or a man in your life? Check out Bloke Psychology. They pride themselves on being able to relate and engage with men of all ages, providing professional support and counselling. Check out blokepsychology.com.au or check them out on Facebook. And if you know an organisation or a dad's group you want to promote, get in touch with us and we'll give them a shout out. Uh, dad jokes, boys. Anyone bring one? Yep. Yeah, I got one. Do it. What's Forrest Gump's password? Oh, no. One Forrest. Oh, yeah, one <laughs> Forrest one. Oh, Jesus. Mm. These are getting worse by the week, aren't they? <laughs> why, why have all the baked beans moved to Queensland? Because they want to live in Cairns. We got a couple of um, send-ins as well from um, some from listeners. Paul sent in when Charlie Chaplin dies. Oh, sorry, when Charlie Chaplin died, did they honour him with a minute's noise? And Tom 
uh, from the Alpha Blokes podcast sent one in and he said, how do you make a waterbed more bouncy? And he said, fill it with spring water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's good. That Fair is. play. <laughs> yeah. We are at a stage now where we are about to repeat. Like I'm at a stage now where I'm like, doesn't matter how much looking I'm like, have we used that one? <laughs> like, uh, ah, fuck it. We've got to think of our own, uh, our own content. Yeah, my top ten list is finished. <laughs> <laughs> For the fourth time. <laughs> All right. We've got a very special guest with us today, uh, Queensland-based jockey, one of the good guys of racing and a father of one, Michael Hellier. How are you going? Yeah, good, guys. Thank you very much for having me on here. No worries. How's, um, how's life been as a dad so far, mate? This week. Let's just start, start with this week, yeah. <laughs> I had to take a deep breath there. Um, yeah, this week's been pretty good. Um, you know, there has been some shittery moments, but uh, that's standard, isn't it? So, um, but no, relatively good. Mm. Well, uh, what we wanted to do um, is basically just ask her a few questions about your fatherhood journey and how, you, like, from then and now, so how you deal now and a bit of how you look after yourself as a jock as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to kick it off with, um, other than the birth of your daughter, what's the highlight of your life so far? Not fatherhood. Um, no, not even fatherhood related. Just what's, <laughs> what's the highlight of your life so far? <laughs> just, uh, is it racing related? Uh, or? Probably would. I mean, obviously, look... Um like racing's given me a lot um you know from, from a background with no i had nothing to do with horses got into racing and um yeah like obviously i met linda through racing and then obviously everything that i've got today is through from racing and then obviously through linda becoming a dad and everything like that so yeah. through linda <laughs> <laughs> because of you i became a dad love it yeah. no that's good Oh, that's awesome. Well, we're on that. Let's talk about your little miss. Yep. Um, if you can remember back to the pregnancy yep. birth, mm. how did that all go for you guys? Um, any complications? No. Um, no. So Everly was a IVF baby. Um, we tried for a while and um, um, it just never happened. And I got tested early for, for myself and was clear. So then they went through uh, Linda endometriosis everything and it still wasn't working and then they tested me again one more time and then found out that you know like my numbers were high but they couldn't swim so we had to go through IVF um going through the IVF obviously early stages were extremely uh stressful especially on Linda's behalf um after we went through all the stages only one egg survived and they pretty much just said if this doesn't work you got to go through it all again fortunately enough it latched yeah and um (laughs) You know, like I think Linda stopped driving for for several weeks. You know, just to be, you know, just to be <laughs> yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, ultrasounds every two weeks. So, um, but being an IVF, so it was just constant. Um, we didn't really have any complications through pregnancy. Um, the birth was relatively fine. I think um, just once Evelyn was born. I think uh, on your behalf, though. Always on behalf. I think um, after Evelyn was born, uh, Linda just hemorrhaged a bit. Um, and then obviously a bit after that, you know, there was the postnatal anxiety. Um, I suffered really bad as well, um, which I'll get to soon. Like um, when I grew, like growing up, you, you would think, you know, I was always, you know, I can't wait to be a dad, you know, it's going to be great and everything like that. It was till it hit me, it hit me quite hard. And I will admit I didn't cope with it very well at all. Um, end up having to see someone about it, and um, 
but obviously a lot better now. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was it was very hard at first. What sort of signs did you see when? Because oh, like I, I feel like I know you pretty well, and I didn't even know that you went through that. But what sort of drew you to go see someone? What was the the drawing point? Well, I wasn't home a lot. Um, when Everly was first born, I was riding a lot, and I was still going up north, Rockhampton, um, going down south. So I was I was away a lot. So obviously Linda was alone. We don't have family up here, so she was by herself a lot. But it's just when I was being home, the responsibility, you know. So you know, obviously before you had your kids, you had, you know, you had all this time to yourself. You could go do things and everything. That had to stop because obviously now you had a kid, and I did not react to that really well. I wanted to go do something, and then I'm like, hang on, I can't do that now. And the responsibility was just overwhelming for me. Um, probably one of the biggest regrets I ever did. I remember Linda and I were at home talking about it, and Linda was just trying to talk to me, saying, you know, let's talk about this. And I said, I got to go. I said, I can't do this anymore. And I literally walked out on Linda. And it's probably one of the biggest regrets I ever done. Went out with mates that night, come home two o'clock in the morning. And the next day, Linda and I talked. And, and that's when I knew I, I need to get help. Like, I, I, I felt so bad with just walking out on Linda. She was in tears. And I just left her there. I just said, no, I can't deal with it. And that's when I went and saw someone and found out it was really helpful because my psychologist told me it's actually very normal. A lot of a lot of guys don't handle it and she said like it was really good for me to come forward and to get help because a lot of guys don't get help and um you know like I I found it very helpful we went through stages of you know how to deal with things and being communicative with Linda you know just talk to her you know if I was struggling with something so yeah that's like I said probably one of the regrets I have was was that night walking out on her wow I have to just just hearing that there I totally get it where you come from there too, but mate, that realization though, like it was that moment that you know you you came back and that that chat the next day, you're like, yeah, these are the things aren't aren't great, but, yeah. but you went and did something about it. So, yeah. mate, that's yeah. That's what did what did they say to you uh, when you went and got help? Like, what helped you get through that? Okay, so that, they said one of the big things was communication, and you know that's one thing you know I, I probably wasn't good at. Um, it was sort of like my way or that's it. And, um, yeah, so – and it's just other, like, steps, you know, like, so, that you know, you've got the communication and and also, you know, what Linda and I do now, you know, and we'll get to is, you know, we give each other breaks, you know, through, through the parenting. So a lot of families, you know, you've got your mums and your dads up here and you can, you know, say, hey, can you take the kid? We can go and have for date night and all this sort of stuff. Unfortunately, Linda and I never had that. So it was just – pretty much just trying you know communicating helping each other out and like it's a responsibility and it's something i always wanted to be a dad we all did and i'm like right do it help out and so yeah just had to do that so it's yeah yeah Yeah. that's awesome um first year plenty time at home not really No. no no i was um working a lot and um you know after the first year i cut back a lot because again like i said um just to have to help out like Linda Linda was struggling a bit and um yeah so I just I stopped going up north and um I still went over the border here and there to over the New South Wales which were like full days work um but yeah the first year I wasn't home a lot was it in the first year that you you made that realization and you went for yeah, help I yeah I think Everly was only a couple of months old okay um, yep, so it was early on it was very early yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome what about um at home you talk about Linda and your parenting styles yeah how are they? They differ. Um, what about your boundaries? Discipline? Um, Little miss? Yeah. 
<laughs> I like to think I'm not very disciplined. Um, I'm very <laughs> relaxed. Yeah. Uh, Linda and I are, are pretty different. Linda's more of a nurturing sort of um, where I'm probably not as much like I try to be. But because Linda's so nurturing, so when uh, you know little Miss is uh, upset or whatever, she likes to be with Mum. Yep. And you know, I, I feel I'm, get, I'm getting better with that. And my parenting's probably based on Linda. Like I'm learning off her. Like it's, so, I'm getting better with that. Um, with the discipline, uh, I spoil little Miss. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you'd be a pest, eh? Like, like if Everly was upset, and 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 the same goes with Linda, and and I'm so bad for it, and I'm sorry, Linda, but like she knows. But like, if Linda's like yelling at me or having a go at me, I smirk, and I cannot help that, and that that only just makes it worse. It makes it worse, and she just thinks. That, I think it's a joke. It's not just how I react. So when Everly gets really upset and she's crying it from me, I'm like, okay, okay, baby, like, okay. But I kind of got a smirk on my face, and obviously she doesn't react to that really well. So, um, but yeah, look, if Linda says no, I say yes. So, uh, so every time Linda says no, uh, little Miss comes out, Dad. <laughs> so you don't follow up with the the comment the comment of. What did Mum say? Yeah, that's a that's a throwaway right there. You have to Usually, do that one. Sometimes, most or not most times, but sometimes I can hear Linda say no. So then I go, "Your Mum said no." Yeah, <laughs> so I throw it back on Mum. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, I'm not saying, I would have said yes. Yeah, no, Mum said no. I would have said yes. <laughs> like, come, to, come to me first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the exact same. I don't say yes. And like, what did Mum say? She said to ask you. Did she really? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, you're three and you're already playing this summer. You know you got me wrapped, so don't worry. I mean, it's smart. Kids. Um, all right, last one from me. Uh, your upbringing. How do you reckon that shaped you as a father? Um, yeah, I, I had a good upbringing. Like my my dad was um, strict but good. Um, you know, in the later years when my dad was alive, he was more of a mate than a father. Um, but yeah, look, he was always fair, um, strict but fair. But yeah, like I had a very good upbringing. You know, my my mum and dad were really good. I had three brothers. Um, I'm a twin, so I had a twin brother. So you can imagine the fights that that, <laughs> that went on there. Um, Who's the better jockey? Well, he's a chef. Funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> so the jockey, so definitely, definitely you. Yeah, so, but there, there was no, you know, jocks in like the, my family's got nothing to do with horses. You know, so um, I fell into this job and. I was going to be a chippy of anything. Like I really, I love woodwork. So, but um, yeah. Look, go, going back to it, um, I had a good upbringing. So, um, again, like I said, my, my mum and dad were strict but fair. So, yep. that's good. That's awesome. That's fine. All right, now let's get into what you're like as a dad. Um, so, not a lot of uh, dads who listen to us have uh, one child. Some of them will have multiple. So, interested to hear. Um, you know, does having one child take up a lot of energy? Because um, I know when my kids are annoying, I'd send them off together. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, do you do you obviously, you know, if they can't entertain each other, what do you do to kind of keep um, your daughter entertained? Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. You're it. Um, excuse me. We, we let her have um, technology early on, obviously, like to give ourselves a break now. Um, you know, we were strict with, obviously, she could only play certain games or watch certain videos. Um, but yeah, look, you, you, we're it. So, you know, if she's bored and she wants to play, you, you, we, you know, we play over. Which I don't mind. Um, 
Linda and I play sort of different things with her, like with me. Like Evelyn's got a game we like to play fart game. So like we go in the bedroom and she'll like pretend to fart and then I'll go to tickle her and you know we, we just like sort of like <laughs> the game you play, silly brothers. You know, yeah. like, you know, sort of like that. that and you know, there's other things we play schools. Stinking um, silly buggers. Yeah. <laughs> Stinking silly buggers. Um, we play schools, which um, Little Miss loves. You know, she pretends to be the teacher or vice versa. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of little games that we played over the years and, um, yeah, so, but, you know, because they're on their own, obviously you give them the full attention, so. And that leads us on to the next question. You met, you mentioned it earlier before. Um, tell us about this substitute parenting style. So how does that, how does that work? How do you kind of arrange that? Yeah, okay. So how it is is so... <sighs> It, it worked mainly when Everly before went, she went to school. So before she did, you know, like, uh, school and that sort of stuff, um, you know, I'd, I'd come home from work in the morning and either Linda would say, like, you can have till 12 o'clock to do what you want to do or whatever, and then at 12 o'clock then I'd take over and then she'd go and have a break and do what she wants to do. Um, where I went back earlier to say, you know, because we didn't have family, that was our only time. Um, you know, that we could do things. Obviously, um, Linda and I couldn't do too much things together. So that was the, sort of the out that we had. So, you know, I'd go play my game or if I had to ring trainers and do my rides, I'd do that. Now these days, now that Evelyn's in school, um, obviously she's there during the day. So um, obviously get time to do a lot more things. Um, so how we do it now is on weekends, like say I've got races, um, in the morning, I'd I'd watch heavily all morning until I'd have to go to the races, and then Linda would have her all day because I'm at the races, and then the Sunday same deal. I'll have her in the morning, and you know she'd have her in the afternoon. And during the um, you know school days, um, I would what you know most afternoons if I was at home, I'd watch her in the afternoon so Linda could have a break because obviously she on the weekends has Evelyn a lot because Saturday Sundays are my two main days. Yep. So, yeah. How good is it now that she's at school? You get heaps of free time together. <laughs> so good. Like, it, you know, especially like some days where you don't have races. And I think it was on Friday. I had absolutely nothing to do except pick up the uh, shopping. I think I got home at about 9.30 and I think I gamed <laughs> all day. So I think I was on the, on the Xbox till about 2 o'clock and then I had to turn it off to go pick up Everly. So, yeah. That's a dream, mate. <laughs> That's interesting. So, yeah, like when she wasn't at school, you kind of still had time just to – do your own thing and yeah. you, know, um, yeah. you know do hobbies or things that kind of um, get you happy yeah I and like I've spoke like to a lot of dads and mums and, and when I explain that to them they're like oh really and like I'm like well you guys don't do the same thing and they're like no and um, like one of the guys at the races was telling me like they're vice versa so if like let's just say he had races on the Saturday well, she would parent all morning while he went and had a sleep and then go to the races. So she would have the kid all day. Um, and I'm like, well, why do you do that? And he says, well, I'm working. So, you know, like I need to have a break where I, you know, I use my, my like, obviously being, being a jockey, it is like hard work, but at the same time, like you are sitting down a lot in between races, reading your form or, or whatever, or talking to your mates. So it's not, you know, the full mental load of parenting. Um, but yeah, like I'm surprised a lot more people don't do it. There you go. There's a few dads <laughs> listening who may oh, give it a go. Yeah. It, it does make sense, like, in the fact that, you know, 
you've got to look after yourselves in mm. this, oh, look, this game. Obviously, I mean, we've only got the one, so it's one. I mean, I, I can understand it'd be a lot harder if you've got two, three kids. Yeah, number, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know you've got three. So, like, it would be it would be a lot harder because, you, you know, you're watching three kids on your own and trying to entertain three kids on your own, where I've only just got the one where I could just go, come on, let's go to Macca's, let's go get some food, <laughs> you know, let's, you know, so, yeah. yeah. I tried um, it. Yeah. And... The horses just didn't – they buckled under 100 kilos. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's when I just went back to normal parenting. So. Went, went back to punting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't always work either. <laughs> uh, now tell us, how do you deal with uh, when the little one has a meltdown? What's your what's your go-to kind of response? She, you know what? I, I thought about this today. She Obviously she's had meltdowns, but she hasn't had too many. Um Nine, actually not even nine times, ten times out of ten when she has a meltdown, straight to mum. Um, <laughs> and again, like I said earlier, like I'll sit down, I'm like, what's wrong? But I'll have a little smirk on my face, so she, <laughs> she's kind of deal. But she's getting better now. And, and again, I've taken methods of Linda, like, what's up, darling? Talk to me. You know, go through the process of it. What's wrong? And, um, she had a little, um, she's not feeling well at the moment. Like today, she, like her foot wasn't, and she's like, I need mum. And I said, just talk to me and what's wrong and she told me what was wrong and then we, we sorted it out so yeah getting better with that yep. um, but yeah she's with the meltdowns she's it's not really the sort of meltdown I know it's it's a, you know rare to say for a six year old but she doesn't really go through them so touch wood wooden table <laughs> <laughs> last one for me how do you guys use screen time and, and um, you know whether it's TVs or iPads or anything like that what's your approach okay so we're not strict with it like she she Usually likes to play, you know, with the Barbies and everything anyway, so she's not really on it. We're not so strict. If she wants to have a little, you know, break and watch screen time, that's fine as long as she's on, like, YouTube Kids or, um, you know, playing one of her school games or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, the other night at dinner we were sitting down and she was watching one of the YouTube Kids, uh, so like a unicorn, and it was lucky we were having dinner because... Uh, we're sitting there listening to her and the unicorn goes, oh no, i got my unicorn titties wet. And Linda and I both looked at her like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway, so we found out like, yeah, that wasn't a very really G-rated show so we cancelled that obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one thing we had to be very careful about. Um, but Freaking YouTube. Yeah, like, it was YouTube kids of all things. But yeah, um, but yeah look, we're, we're not overly strict but again... We're there, you know, like, you know, if she's playing a game and it's got ads on it, straight away, out. Because, you know, you can have some bad ads come mm. on. And, it's like, usually, like, well, YouTube Kids is pretty usually good. So, yeah. Jeez. Mm. So, yeah, just warning. Um, <laughs> your kids are watching YouTube Kids, just... Don't let them watch the unicorn one. Yeah, don't let them watch the unicorn one. What's a unicorn titty look like? <laughs> that's what I, I, was, I, was, I was... That's what I've been thinking about since he said it. I was, yeah, I was contemplating both, picking my phone up yeah, Google. We both looked at each other and like, was that what, we, what it says? So we grabbed the iPad and just, you know, went back to listen. And, yep, it was what we heard. So oh, wow. Straight away cancelled that. So. Holy crap. Yeah. Now, Mickey, you said um, you don't have a lot of family up or you don't have any family up here. Um, so you you got to find your sort of community in other ways. What's your, what do you see as your community and your support network as a dad? Um, a lot of the people I work with, you know, are either newly dads or they're not. So I've got uh, two really good uh, close friends, uh, Andrew Gretchy, 
Um, you know, he's got kids and Maddie McVeet. Um, we like to call them sort of the um, the adult friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, they are the ultimate dads. They are the well. ultimate dads. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they're probably the you know the guys that I uh, talk to a lot. You know when it's gone through parenting and that. Gretchen and I used to every Thursday go for a coffee once a week, um, but he started a full time job about uh, about nine twelve months ago. But every Thursday that was like our thing. Thursday morning coffee for an hour hour and a half, and we just let out and we just talk about the week, talk about soccer, talk you know, and then we talk about if we had problems at home or whatever. That that was it, and that's. Yeah massive important now obviously with both our jobs like we don't catch up as much but we try to you know talk to a lot and Mm. see how things are so yeah uh again going back to the communication yeah yeah so that that sort of comes up a lot when we talk to dads just like what you're having a support network and the, the community and stuff and it's really important um as is um and a mental escape what's your mental escape something you can just do without thinking and just vent without venting yeah well I, go, I play indoor soccer once a week um on a wednesday i uh, look forward to i was playing outdoor until that um uh dissolved unfortunately because i absolutely yeah. loved it i was um, gutted too yeah well, I, we I, played I, on the same team yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good goalkeeper yeah. cheers play, play, you played out center back a few times too didn't oh, you? every keeper thinks they're a striker hey yeah. <laughs> but anyway but um <clears throat> I'd love to get back into that, but um, mm. yeah, that that, and then obviously, like I've got my Xbox that I every night I'll go and play. That gets my mind off everything. Um, being a jockey, it can be very stressful because um, it's just a very competitive sport or job. Um, and most jockeys have got managers where I manage myself, so I'm constantly, you know, talking to trainers, trying to get rides. Some weeks are easy, some weeks are hard, and you know. The girls usually go to bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock, and once they're asleep, I like to go on the Xbox with my cup of tea and play my games for right. for an hour or so before I go to bed, just to sort of unwind. What's the game of choice? I've got a couple at the moment. FIFA. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> War Zones right up there. Yeah. And um, I do. I was playing a fair bit, a little bit of Fortnite, but not so much lately. Um, you know, a bit of Assassin's Creed. There's a few there at the moment, so all playable, all yeah. very playable. Tick, tick, tick. tick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from the Xbox, mate, what's the um, what's your daily wellness routine? It could be like doesn't have to be physical if it is whatever, but like uh, physical, mental, um, anything like that. Um, to be honest, I'm not probably great with that. Um, I go to the gym uh, when I can. Um, I like to use track work as a gym, which it is kind of a workout. If I'm having a quiet week, I'll go to the gym in the mornings. Uh, Linda and I recently started going together, which I find very motivating for some reason um, and find it fun. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, I'll probably only go to the gym you know, once, twice a week, sometimes more. But, um, yeah, I probably to lose weight is probably the unhealthy way. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of us jobs like to sit in a bath for hours on end, um, which is the qu- what we call quick fix. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but, um, yeah, that's probably how I sort of keep the weight down. Nice. Um, I do like my food and, um, I do like to dole, especially on a Monday. So yeah. <laughs> that'd be shit having a, a uh, chef brother then if you live close. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. You wouldn't be like, able to get oh, a You're see a chalky too. I said quite the opposite. So <laughs> <laughs> now, um, speaking about going to the, um, the gym with Linda, what do you guys do now to sort of strengthen your, strengthen your bond as a family? Um, we we go to 
like during the week, obviously, Evelyn's at, at school. So when Linda's not working, we, we try to go, you know, have lunch together or go to gym together. Um, some days Linda likes to have a sleep. She does struggle at night time um, with, with sleep, so she needs to catch up during the day. Um, I try, obviously, on the weekends, I try as much as I can to do family time. It's very rare. Um, because you know I've got Saturday Sundays, I do try to take the Sunday or the Sunday meeting off so we can do things as a family, which I quite enjoy. Um, on a Sunday morning, we went to the Kabucha show. Evely rode in her first barrel race, and so, saw that. What is a barrel race? Uh, it's it's like you got to go like they got three barrels and you got to go around one, around another one, and it's just. It's hard to explain because I'm not an actual rodeo. So riding a horse uh, around obstacles. Yeah, you've got to go. Yeah, you got to do it as quick as possible. Okay. Um, See, I thought it was like you put her in a barrel and roll her down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was like the, that, the barrel was the horse and you had yeah, to like, like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what we did as kids, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it was in the tyre, wasn't it? We used to go oh, the tyre. Tyre down the hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's what it is. So you get, you, you get clocked and you go around and obviously like um, – Uncle uh, Dave, her uncle, held her and, and ran along her holding the pony while she sat there and she had a big smile on her face. Absolutely loved it. So, awesome. yes, yeah, it was gold. It was good. That's cool. Yeah. So what would your favourite part of fatherhood be so far? I like it when Evelyn and I go, we have our like, little dates, we go for lunches. Um, we used to, like, sort of, we both love our McDonald's, so we like to go to McDonald's and she <laughs> goes and has a <laughs> So, uh, but... I don't know, when you were kids, you know the indoor play centres, right? Like, I used to love going there as a kid. And as soon as Evely was born, I'm like, yes. we got to go. <laughs> so as soon as we get there, I'm the first one in there. Come on, let's go, let's go. And so, yeah, I love taking it to those because I'm the dad that's straight in there. Like, you know, I'm Racing her up the stairs oh, to the slide. I'm, you know, big kid at heart. So, and like, yeah, and like... Evelyn will probably be down the bottom somewhere, like maybe getting a drink or something. I'll be the dad that's up on the top red slide at North Lakes, like, right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Barreling on the kids over. Yeah, yeah, no, um, probably those things are probably what, you know, I enjoy quite the most most with Evelyn. That's awesome, mate. And um, do you have any good dad hacks for us? I don't, eh? I was thinking about that. Like, I really don't, really. I mean, if if it's a hack with the whole break thing, maybe that, but... um, could be considered a pretty big yeah. hack because no, not many dads do it and it seems to be very helpful. Yeah, so maybe that one. We'll just run with that. Yeah. Beauty. All right, welcome back to episode 40. We're super excited uh, that we're doing episode 40, take two. Let's get into it. Uh, we've got the dad quiz here with Mick Hellier, um, and we're really excited to have him on today. He's got a really good story. I hope you enjoyed it. And now we're going to get on to a bit of fun stuff. Um, so, Mick, the uh, the dad quiz we do, we basically do – it's like all the stuff that a dad should say, basically, when something happens, not like knowledge stuff. It's just like what would you say if this happened? Um, and But we've got some – there's no right or wrong answers, but we've got stuff that – uh, could help you along the way as well. So um, we'll kick it off. Um, Cam, we'll kick it off with Cam, and uh, and then we'll we'll cycle through. Okay. If let's say your kid's taking ages on the toilet, what do you say? What are you doing in there? 
Hurry up. <laughs> are you on YouTube, kids, again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or I'd be like, oh, you're on there? Oh, okay, fine. I'll just go on my phone a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be playing FIFA. Yeah. No, nah, we also would have accepted, did you fall in? Uh, Typical dad yeah, comment. Yeah. Uh, what should a dad do before anything when you're using a stud finder? What should he do? Knock on the wall, probably. We're going to have to re- reword this question. Yeah. <laughs> We've had that one so much in the last couple of weeks. Everyone's so practical. This sucks. We also would have accepted, oh, found one. Uh, see, I'm, I'm bad at these things. <laughs> Let's give the people what they want, what they want to hear. Uh, when a dad ties down a load onto a four-wheel drive or on the back of a trailer, what is the throwaway comment? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Just tied a big load down, gave it a slap. Is it going anywhere? Uh, yeah, going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, not going anywhere. I'm, I'm terrible at these lads. So That's right. <laughs> Isn't it scientifically proven if you don't say that it's going to go somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's science. That's what they tell you at Bunnings. Yeah. Exactly right. All right. Um, when the miss hurts herself, mm. what should a dad say to soften the blow? Dust yourself off. You'd be right. <laughs> yeah, that's yep, pretty we're pretty we're standard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, should we cut it off? Should we cut yeah, it off? She'll cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. When you're approaching an address at night, um, or anywhere actually, what should you do with the radio? Sorry, we should we should add that in to an address you've never been before. Mm. You have to really concentrate. Oh. Uh, turn it up. Uh, Turn it up. Jesus. Love's a distraction, Mickey, eh? Turn the radio off. You barbarian. (laughs) I knew he was a serial killer. (laughs) I'd also turn that light off in the back seat as well if it's dark. (laughs) Or tell tell the kids to be quiet. (laughs) All right. um, Here we go. We we mentioned this one a little bit earlier, but we'll see what happens. Um, When a dad's just finished mowing the lawn, Mm. Working in the garden or anything like that, mm. what's the first thing that he must do? I straight away go and tell everyone. I'm adding that to Get our the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come and have a look at this. Come and look at this. Yeah. 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 Absolute yeah. masterpiece. Yeah. If, if no one's home, I'll send a Snapchat to, to the wife. Like, look at this. <laughs> Down looking at it. Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Look, that, is, that adds on yeah. to yeah. admiring yep. it. That is good. You could also it. admire it or crack a beer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely yeah. adding that to the answers now. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't really drink. So no, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and what's one thing a dad can and probably should do to annoy his kid? To annoy him? Mm-hmm. Mm. Push him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll do it. Trip him over. <laughs> Smirk when they're crying. You smirk, Rick. I've got that one down. So yeah. oh, dad jokes, crop dusting, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, it's all accepted. And um, when a dad stands up or sits down, what noise must they make, like scientifically? That's it. Yeah. Yep. 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 The grunt or the, the exhale, I like it. Uh, what's your go-to daddy dinner or the go-to for the average Aussie dad, do you reckon? Well, I'd like to say takeaway. But, uh, Mac is obviously. <laughs> are, we, are we like, what do I like to do at home? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like cook a mean beef stroganoff. Strog. I, oh. I had it tonight, actually. Yeah. And it's actually the one we all wear if... Little miss asked, what are we having to do? And I said, we're having that. She's like, yeah. 
Yes. Oh, nice. Strog. Strog. Wow. Learned that from the mother-in-law, by the way. There you go. There you go. Um, We also would have accepted beans on toast. Spag bowl. Yeah. See these classics. I don't even think like I don't like again terrible. Tacos and shit on a stick. My old man used to say, um, "What was it? Um, Shit shit with sugar." (laughs) (laughs) Shit with sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! And what's the throwaway comment when making small talk with other school dads or husbands of your wife's friends? What's your go-to? My go-to. I'm pretty out there, like, how are you going? But, um, what were we like? You day? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Day for it. Day for it. <laughs> day for it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Day for it. And, uh, yeah, you got, how's the, how's the footy going? Who's your team? All that yeah, sort of gear yeah, as well, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I probably, yeah, probably, yeah. Good day, eh? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Speaking of day for it, this weekend, when the sun finally came out was the first time in probably my entire adult life where I've actually looked at my neighbour both of us mowing the lawn and gone like that (laughs) (laughs) he's he's taken his headphone out I've taken my headphone out and gone hey day for it hey (laughs) and we both just laughed out loud it was like the best dad moment I've ever had as a dad there's a guy that across the road they get the owner of the place gets a guy to come does the mowing And every, he's there every Monday. And obviously, as you know, I do my mowing on a Monday. Uh, I swear to God, and I haven't asked his name, but he looks like, remember Tony Carroll? Oh, the chin. Yeah. yeah. How could you forget? Yeah. <laughs> Dead ringer. If it's not him, it's his twin. <laughs> every Monday, like when I'm out there, he looks over, he waves, and it's just it's a nod because I've got the you know, headphones nice. in or whatever. It's just the nod. Yeah, you, know, you got to do the nod, yeah, yeah. yeah. TC's doing it tough, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> These days. Well, next, week, on somehow. <laughs> next week, please take your headphones off and yell out, Tony! 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 Tony. Well, I remember he told me once, and I cannot remember which Broncos player it is, but actually one of the Broncos players does actually own that house. So I don't know really? which one it is. Yeah, but one of them that plays from currently does own that house. Probably is TC doing oh, the lawn then. <laughs> or he's just lost a bet to one of the, uh, one of the, one of the 90 stars and just has got to come back every Monday. <laughs> Oh, let's go. Now it's a bit of time for a bit of this. Shit dad moment of the week. It's the greatest time of week. It's the best. It really is. That was beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) We we do genuinely get a laugh out of it and that's it's um it's poetry. Yeah. Yeah, it is well. Well, we're talking about shit dad moment of the week. Um, it's a bit of a reminder where we're recording right now here in the beautiful office of Better Accounting here at Hendra. And don't forget, $150 basic tax returns um, when you tell them that we sent you. So come on down, give them a visit. And as I said earlier, they'll chuck in a dad joke. you got to have a dad joke. Like, you can't go somewhere to get your tax done without getting a laugh because how fucking boring is getting your tax done? Exactly. Yeah, no. it's not good value for money. Get your money's worth. Does anyone have any good shit dad moments this week? Um, I've got one. I don't know how good it is. <laughs> but, but nah, no, I no. can scratch it. Damn, what do you got? No, no, no. <laughs> no we're, we're talking about Maccas. It's quite funny. We've had um, nine-month-old, a couple of trips up to the hospital on Friday and Sunday just to double-check everything. Um, and then on the way home, we hadn't eaten really much, so... Three-year-old fell asleep at an uncanny time of like two o'clock in the hour or whatever it was. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Great night. Um, <laughs> anyway, but we had realised we hadn't eaten, so we stopped in at Macca's on the way home and managed to get through the whole meal without her waking up. Got home and I'm pulling the rubbish out. She's like, wake up. 
Daddy, hey, what's that? I'm like, Aww. oh, no, it's just rubbish. Just rubbish from the car. Hey, can I have those wipes? And just started collecting all this rubbish. So I lied to my three-year-old about fast food. As we all should do. Yeah. What is, yeah. Anyone else? Oh, well, I had, a, I had, a, well, I had one, a couple, like, early last week. Um, one of them was very similar to what Nick said earlier. And um, it was actually from the, it's probably from, from the wife rather than me. But Evelyn was watching... Uh, watching a video or something and she's yelled out oh, you suck and Linda's like thought she said you know, the fuck word and um, the fuck word wait a minute you've just said the word anyway so um, Linda's yelled out hey don't say that and Evelyn's turned around and said I didn't say fuck I said suck <laughs> <laughs> I promise, Mum, I didn't say the fuck word. I uh, will say, she never swears. Um, she's recently started saying uh, shit quite a lot, um, but, like, in a funny way, not in a bad way. Like, but, uh, Is there any other way? Uh, a kid saying shit? Yeah, I'd say that. But um, another one was probably, I think it was last week, and actually I think it was on one of your shows a couple of weeks ago where... I was on the phone in one of the trainers and obviously it was quite a big trainer so I couldn't really give attention to little miss. And dad, dad, dad. And I was just ignoring it. Next minute she sends a message to um, to the wife saying, dad's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why? That's yeah, awesome. That's why. So, that's, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get a big paycheck but fuck him, he's an asshole. <laughs> Uh, if you want to keep having these Mackens trips with me, all right, yeah, you've yeah, got to let me talk to this man, all right? <laughs> yeah, so that's probably the two recent ones. That's excellent. Just keep sending them in. These are gold. <laughs> Do you want to read one of our listener ones, Nick? Yeah, we got one from Chris uh, Chris on Instagram. Thanks for sending that in to at shitdadpod. Uh, here it is here. My shit dad story goes back to a couple of years ago when my youngest was, I think, about four at the time. We went on a holiday up to Cairns. My youngest has got this uncanny knack that every time we go on holidays, he gets sick. Whether it's fevers, tummy bugs, colds, whatever it is, he's always sick on every holiday. And one of us always ends up spending half the time in the hotel with our youngest. So we're on this trip, this week-long trip, and the wife really wants to go to this place called Paranella Park, which is an hour and a half south of Cairns. Anyway, I came to the end of the day, and all of a sudden we've got to go home and to go get out of the place you have to go up these stairs now in hindsight it was probably about 50 stairs maybe 100 at the most but back then it, I looked at it felt like in memory like three four hundred stairs it was it was ridiculous how steep it was to get out of this place and wouldn't you know it right at this moment he goes dad my tummy hurts I can't walk anymore so I do the dad thing no worries bud come here you know and I chuck him up on my shoulders and I have all the backpacks on my back as well with all the drink bottles and everything we're powering up this hill as we're getting up this hill I'm getting about halfway and my wife laughs and says he's fallen asleep so then I spent the rest of the time trying to get up the stairs gentle and quiet to let him sleep and I'm getting near the top and I'm thinking well it's a lot harder than I remember and I'm nearly there and I'm going I'm sweating I've got sweat dripping off me everywhere my back is hot as my back felt like it was on fire like it was that hot and uh, it was a quite humid day too, and you know, being in Vale, it's always always really hot. Anyway, we get to the top and we get to the car, and I start taking my son off. And as I've taken him off, I've realised the reason why I felt so hot is he's shat himself. 
and it's all ran down all the way down my back, all down into into the back of my shorts and running down the back of my leg. And the smell was putrid. So we've we've had spare clothes for him, luckily, and we've got him changed and we've put him in the car. And then I've had to strip off to undies in a rental car <laughs> and put all these shitty clothes in the boot of a rental car and then drive an hour and a half north back up to Cairns in my undies. I was just hoping we didn't get pulled over by a cop because I didn't know how I was going to explain it. At the end of the day, what can I say? Advice for other dads. When you're packing spare clothes for the kids, pack some for yourself. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a shit dad moment and a dad hack in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, thanks very much, mate. Uh, my shit dad moment this week is introducing my five and seven year old boy to the Willy Bum Bum song. <laughs> Listen to this. Got a little willy, I put it in my bum. Me and my bum have all kinds of fun. Me and my willy, you really old friends. What about that when my willy hole in? Silly old willy, look what you've done. Friendly old bum, my willy silly and a little bit dumb. When my bum meets plums, cause the plum tastes yum. Willy bum 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 bum. Another bum, my willy. Alright, so you get the gist, right? So there's 20 seconds of absolute ridiculousness. <laughs> Um, and after about after about five seconds of this, I'm like, this was funnier when I was younger, <laughs> and now I'm gonna pay for this for the rest of my life. Now, five and seven year old, all they've been doing for the last week has been singing Willy Bum Bum, Willy Willy Bum Bum. Listen, I got a Willy in my bum. I got a Willy in my bum. Funny enough, we were at the shops yesterday, and Mister Five was going. Um, what was he saying? Something like, um, oh, I want a big penis. And he's like fully screaming it in the shop. I want a big penis. People are looking around and I'm like, oh, fuck. Mel is just like melting into the floor in embarrassment. I'm like, oh, Jesus, stop, stop talking. Did you pull him aside and go, listen here, mate. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, don't yell it out, okay? <laughs> right. Who's yours been looking at? <laughs> it's not appropriate to tell the world, okay? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, uh, yeah, that's my shit daddery. Um, I do. Oh, something else happened this week that I was pretty bummed about. Uh, you, so, as you guys know, Mr. Five already is missing a front tooth, one of his milk teeth, because he um, was jumping on his bed and slipped and smashed his face into the wall. This time he, he smashed his face into the floor because he had a meltdown in the shops um, because I dragged him out of the... So you know how in the um, the parents' toilets there's that fenced-off area mm, yes. um, where you can the kids can just go play while you're changing your kid's nappy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I pulled him out of that area because he didn't want to borrow it. I was like, what, do you want to spend the whole day in this like nappy toilet or do you want to go to the shops? And he's like, oh, shh. I'm like started being a little turd. Anyway, I grabbed him by the arm, pulled him out. He started having a meltdown. He's pulled away from me and he started running. Wife's grabbed his arm so he didn't like run into the car park and he slipped out of her arms and just gone back oh. straight on the floor. And um, we were just like, <gasps> both of us were just stood there. We're like, <gasps> and then he got up and he was, wasn't bleeding and he was just laughing and I was like, oh, like immediately the weight just goes off your shoulders. You're like, nah, that's that's okay. And but then he's like, hey, my tooth hurts, and we're like, oh, for fuck's sake, started wobbling it, and we're like, oh no, <laughs> this guy's gonna walk around like, looking like the opposite of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's um, another bit of shit dattery for the week. Nice. Well, I think that almost wraps it up for today. So um, just a final shout out. Don't forget, if you want to keep the shit dattery rolling, uh, don't forget to listen, share, give us five star ratings and get in touch with us. Uh, We'd love to hear your different stories, your shit dad moments, your dad hacks and your dad jokes through shitdadpod at uh, Instagram or shitdadpod at gmail.com. And final shout out for that Smashing Fibers code. Don't forget... uh, if you want to get a 20% off at checkout and go into the draw for a free hoodie, use code SDP20 at checkout for 20% off. All right. Does anybody have any lasting dad advice? Dad advice from me this week. Um, reflected on the girls being sick at home. It's just making sure that we all take care of yourselves too. So um, make sure you look after yourself. Do what makes you happy for that little bit when you can and stay well for the for the little ones and, you know, the partners and whoever. Uh, my bit of a dad advice is if your wife and your daughter are playing makeup at home, don't come home and tell them that they look like Marge Simpson getting shot in the face. <laughs> <on> the <shoulder. laughs> it doesn't go down well. Yes. It did. <laughs> what was their setting? No. I was, so I was out and they were, um, they were just at home playing makeup. And mm. I mean, I'll show you guys a photo afterwards, but you'll agree. Yeah. It's. It's the whole women won't like getting shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good as that. Mickey, you got any lasting dad advice, mate? No, look, probably going back to what, you know what I said earlier about seeing you know someone talk about communication. You know, like if you're struggling, really do talk to someone or a mate or like see someone about it. And yeah, like if you can do what uh, Linda and I do with the breaks and everything, definitely try it. Um, you know, even if it's just an hour, half an hour, just have that time for yourself to do what you need to get done or have that break. It, it really does help. That's awesome. And uh, I'll leave you with this. If your kid's having a meltdown in the shops, just let him have a meltdown. Let him play in the the shit-smelly toilet for as long as he wants, a couple of minutes, and then get on with the day without a, a smashed front face. And don't smirk at them when they're... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my boss told me some lasting dad advice this week, and it should resonate with all dads. Um, your kids just want to take an, want you to take an interest in them, no matter the age or the activity. Um, so look back and reflect, guys. This week, have you tried to make the bond with your kids 1% better than last week? If not, don't worry. Do that little bit extra in the week ahead. Be the safety net for your kids, not the loaded gun for the kids. Mm-hmm.